You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. I'm your host, Jono, and I'm super excited because we've got a very special guest this week from um, from Perth over there in Australia. A little bit about this person. She's an expert when it comes to marketing and she does it all. Copywriting, video, how to land high ticket uh, clients. She runs workshops. She does retreats. You know, she does it all. Her go-to is the right message to the right person at the right time. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Ms. Carmel Murphy, the communication queen. Carmel, how are you? I'm awesome, Jono. Thank you so much for having me here. And what an introduction. No, thank you. Um, Carmel, I'd like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us? I do. And one that I've I've stood by for quite some time is the problem is never the problem. It's what you believe about the problem is the problem. Yes. Love it. Do you want to expand on that a little bit for us, Carmel? What does that Um, mean? Well, it's just, it's a good old Jack Sparrow (laughs) um, quote, but it is. It's Pirates of the Caribbean. Is that where it's from? Yes. yes, That's awesome. I love that quote even more now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and I can't actually do his accent, so I won't try. But it's just about the stories we tell ourselves. So, you know, a problem often seems like this humongous big thing, but it's not actually the problem that is the problem. It's the big story we've told ourselves in our head that's too hard to get over. I can't get around it. Can't do anything about it. It's all of this that's the actual problem. Because quite often when you nut it down and you take that one step past you go, what was I worried about? So um, that has always stood me and, and I'll stop when I'm doing anything and I go, actually, is this a problem that's really in my way or is it something I can get past easily if I get past this stuff? Yes, so, love yes. that. Love that. Agree 100%. Awesome. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, hey, Carmel, I've obviously been following you for the past couple of weeks, probably a couple of months now as well, actually. So I've, I've got a pretty good picture of what you do. But for anyone watching to this, listening to this, if they're like, Carmel, I'm not too sure what she does. Do you want to let us know in a couple of minutes? What is it you actually do there? Well, you said it a little bit earlier, it's all about getting the right message to the right person at the right time. And we can only control two of those. So we can only talk about the right message to the right person. The timing will come when they're ready. Mm. So if we can be known uh, for talking about that thing all the time, I quite often liken it to a texture, a highlighter, for example. So I have a highlighter here. If I'm forever talking about the benefits of a highlighter and how this uh, highlighter smells pretty, it's good, it's pink, it's right, blah, blah, blah. But it's your time for a highlighter. You'll remember Carmel, the highlighter woman. So I think that's what we really need to do in our marketing. So whether we do that through, which we're going to talk a little bit about today, video, which are being consumed so much more these days, or we do it through the written word or how we do that, it has to be that right message that's talking into the emotions of the person that you're speaking to. So hence, I always ask that question, who are you talking to? Because if you don't know that, you're consuming your own message. Yes, love that. And I love that's such a, a good analogy you've mentioned there, with the highlighter, you know, and, it, yeah. and even just talking about the same thing, because even in this group here, right, there's a, I've, I've used a couple of services from people in this group, just because they talk about the same thing. You know, I know yeah. if you're watching this, Jana, she's a, she's a Pinterest expert. And every day she'll post something about Pinterest, you know, 
six months yeah. ago, had zero interest about Pinterest. I was like, unless I'm redecorating my apartment, I'm not downloading Pinterest. Uh, but then I realized, okay, there's a little bit more to it. And I was like, you know what? I should probably start looking into Pinterest. I can either Google and just find some random that I have no idea about, or I can hit up Jana, who I've been following for ages. And I know he's pretty good at Pinterest. You know what? I'm going to hit up Jana. You know, she didn't yeah. change her message to try and get me. Uh, same with Andy on Google ads. You know, he's always talking about Google ads. And I was like, you know what? It's time for me to, to get a bit deeper in Google ads. You know, I can either try and find some random person or there's Andy who I know talks about Google ads every day. I'm going to eat up Andy. So yeah. I, lo- yeah. I love that you've mentioned that. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. So if I was to put it in a nutshell, the easiest way to explain it is probably I help people identify their lucrative target market. Then I help them craft their marketing message so that they can monetize it and profit from it sooner. Yes. Now, question. We were chatting earlier. Did you mention that you've got a a free webinar to help people find their lucrative target market? Yes, I actually have a free webinar. It's on my website. Just scroll down a tiny little bit. And it is the five steps to uncovering your lucrative target market. And I go through those in that webinar. Okay. If you're listening on the podcast, I'll put the website in the show notes. So go and check that out. If you're watching on Facebook, just comment lucrative down below. Hopefully you can spell better than me because I have no idea how to spell that word, but (laughs) at least it's something like lucrative. Comment it below and and either me or Carmel will will get you over some info there. Um, Hey, Carmel, uh, we've got a specific topic we're going to talk about today, which is specifically the the five videos, the five video titles that we want to use in our marketing to make more sales. Now, I like money, so I like hearing about things that are going to make me more sales. I'm pretty sure every single person in this group would like to make more sales. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in this group. So let's yeah. get into it. What's Let's start with cool. number one. Should you give us an overview or do we just dive into it and get to number one? Well, we'll what, dive what into it. It's just, I, I'll just give you a couple of stats, for example. Like 65% of searches now are done for video on YouTube. People want to watch and see yeah. how quickly they can do their steps. Um, I think um, 95% of the message is actually retained also when it is in video. And where do we watch most of our videos? Like where we're going around, we're on our phone, we're on the train, everywhere. Well, what I wanted to go through was the five top types of videos to use in your marketing. Now, these are marketing videos. Obviously, you can use video also for your courses, as you would know, for developing your courses. There's lots of use. But these are the five top um types of videos to use in your marketing that really, really, really will help you engage and bond with your audience, which is vital. You have to build that know, like, and trustability. Otherwise, why would they work with you rather than somebody else down the road? So number one is you need to be able to talk directly to their problem. And I alluded to this a little bit before. If we don't know exactly who we're talking to and exactly what their problem is, we run the risk of actually consuming our own message. We're just doing it because we like it and it's fluffy and we think that's what they like. But we really need to know who it is that they're, you know, their problem. And I call it the Panadol problem. So what I mean by that is, you you know, if you're a bit ill and you have a headache and you're not feeling great and that sort of thing, you just want the Panadol to get rid of the headache. Mm-hmm. I know I need to do more tests and I might find something else is wrong down here. Just give me the bloody Panadol. So we need to find out and really do our market research and know what is the Panadol problem for your target audience. So we need to describe it in their words Mm. and talk to it as if we know them. You know, when you're seeing some stuff and you go, oh, my God, they're talking my language. They know exactly what it is and how what you do solves that for them. It's really important that you tie that in 
to how that solves it for them. So that's the best type of video to do. And look, we've kind of, um, I had lots of examples for it. If you're on my Facebook page, my Facebook page is public, have a look at it, look on videos, YouTube, they're all their examples of them. So you can make them in caricature. And here's one of the great things I love about some of these videos. You don't have to be face to camera if that's one of your blocks. Yes. Because some of the apps that I've um, delivered a video course and we've shown people how to use two or three different apps. Where And some of them, Jono, are amazing. You can put in a script and it actually brings up the framework. I did some tips as well um, on my YouTube channel and on my Facebook page of little bits of how to do these. So you don't have to be worrying about, do I have to have face to camera? Do I have to talk to people? You don't have to do that if you don't want to. Of course, you can if you want but it's really important you talk directly to them about the problem they're experiencing and how what you do will actually help them solve that. So that's one type of video. Yes. Okay. Let's, let's, let's yeah. let me recap that, make sure I've got it. So it's the problem that you solve. Like I, I love that one there, especially as a course creator, yeah. because if you want your course to sell well, and if you want your course to sell more expensive than about five, 10 bucks, you got to solve a problem. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If it's if it's just info, like I can Google that for free. You know, info yeah. is not valuable. Yeah. That's you know the least valuable thing these days. You can jump That's on any it. you know anything and, and find it there. So that important to know that to yeah. start with, and then a few. Uh, yeah. There you go. So, sorry, it's just one key thing that I am not sure if I expressed. It needs to be something they're actively looking to solve. Mm. Sorry, I wasn't sure if I made that clear. They're, they're, because they will be looking on Google and there's ways of making sure that you show up for that answer on Google too, as you know. Yeah. Yes. Good point. So something they're actively, cause it's just, it's such an easier sell, right? And obviously, you know, you'll do, you'll market all parts of the funnels as different ways, but just a way yeah. easier sell, right? If someone's already yeah. searching for something and you can target a video to that, it's going to be an easier sell. So I, I love that. And I, I love how you've mentioned use their words, right? Cause I think this can be, are easily mixed up if you're an expert in what you do. You know, sometimes you want to sound smart and educated and look, that's got its place. Uh, But in terms of the sales side of things, there's a a quote that I've heard that's if you can explain your customer's problem better than what they can, they're going to assume that you know the solution. So it's explain it in their terms there. And even once they use a word, you know, if I'm, if someone's trying to sell me something and if they can use my, my words, I'm like, Oh, this person is actually smart. They know what they're talking about. Just cause I, cause I think they use my words. I think they're smart, yeah. you know, they're probably <clears throat> way smarter than me anyway, but, but because yeah. they say that, you know, it makes me think it. So love that. Okay. Yeah, so absolutely. Video one is speaking about their problem and how our problem. course can solve the problem. Uh, solve yeah. their problem. Awesome. Yeah. Love it. 100%. All right. Number two. So number two is desire. So talk to their core desires. Like what is it that they want that they don't have right now? Mm. And you want to talk from an emotional level. People purchase and buy from emotions. Whether people believe that or not, it's actually true. You will buy much more from somebody you know, like, and trust than you will from somebody that gives you a bit of a feeling. (laughs) So you're going to buy from them, obviously, provided that they are talking your language. We have the different parts of the brain and we start with the reptilian brain is a fight or flight brain. So it's straight away a yes or no. And anything that's not a yes is a no. There's no Mm -hmm. such thing as maybe other than in polite society, we just are afraid (laughs) to say no. But if it's even a bit about the initial, it's usually a no. 
So we need to talk to their deep desires and show them how you can help them achieve that. So for some people, if you think, and I'm sure a lot of your um, people in the course will have heard of the six core needs. So if you think of that as a basis, so there is, you know, certainty, which a flavor of that, of course, is safety and you know, confidence and things like that, or uncertainty, which a flavor of that is drama. We want to know what is their core need that they're trying to achieve that they feel they don't have. Quite often it's safety. So we want to talk that if they take this plunge, it'll be safe. If they look at somebody and say, oh, if I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth, I'd just be fine as well. So you need to be careful with this one, that there's not too much bullshit or hype because the triggers will go up so as you just said you need to make sure you're talking to them in their language and introducing smaller words not smaller words but smaller phrases that kind of go right in with the message would show you as a bit more of an authority so for example i use the term panadol problem yeah i'm not saying they're not brand new words they're not anything but they make sense in that and one that I heard recently and I've gone, oh, my God, I have to use that is the word. I don't know if you've ever heard of it is fungibility. Fungibility? Fungibility. Fungibility. So <laughs> I didn't I hadn't heard of it either. So you want to make sure you're not fungible. So to be fungible means you're easy easily replaced in terms of mm. one coach can do what another coach oh, does, yeah, what another yeah, coach yeah. does, what yeah, another yeah. coach does. Mm. So we want to make sure that we're positioning ourselves in a way that we fit into their desire. All of this is related, of course, to the service that you can provide or whatever that is, our product. So we want to fit in and make sure that we're staying out of that fungible section that we're not just easily replaced. Yes. Love cool. it. Okay. So let's recap that one. So it's, it's a good one. It's, it's similar, but different in a way to the previous one, right? Where it's like the yeah. other one was, here's the problem. You know, here's how my thing helps the problem. This year's almost the opposite. Here's what you want. Here's how my thing helps what you want there. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you think of it, let's use weight loss as an example. So the problem is I'm in my 50s. I can't lose weight. I can't get past it, blah, blah, blah. So that's the problem they're experiencing. Mm. So if I'm doing a video about that and contrast is one of the biggest things in a visual form that are really effective. You can show the before and after, but you can talk directly to how are they experiencing that problem? Are they not able to fit into their clothes? Are they blah, 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 that sort of stuff. So that's the problem. The desire is they actually maybe want to find love. Mm. So it's what losing that weight or whatever will give them. So some people will just say to you, I desire more money or more time. It's not the more money, more time. Mm. It's what the more money or time will give them. Mm. So that's the difference between the desire and the problem. Does that make sense? Yes. Got it. I love it. Awesome. All right. Cool. Oh, and I'll just for the listeners, Carmel mentioned the the six essential human needs. They're the Tony Robbins ones, right? Are they the ones you're referring to? Well, he brought them to popularity, but yes, a, a lot of the work is based on Carl Jung's work. Okay. Yeah, he brought them into, uh, I suppose, a more explainable language for sure. Yeah. Yes, that's where I've heard those ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. All right. So we've got the problem. We've got the desire. What's number three? Number three is questions. So I used to um, always debunk when people would say to me, oh, it's mm. procrastination is my problem and self-sabotage. And I've gone, I guarantee you, I've never met anyone that wakes up in the middle of the night and says, oh, my God, that's it. My problem is procrastination. They don't do that. That's just an agreed meme. 
Yeah. I want to know what people are typing in to Google in the middle of the night when nobody's watching. Mm. And if we were to use that weight as, a, as a, an example, as a, like, how can I get rid of stubborn fat? How can I feel good even if I'm a size 20? How can mm. I, like, this is the language they're using. So you want to be answering those questions because if they're typing them in, then you'll start coming up as the person they go, oh my God, she can read my mind. How did she know I was asking that question? So you make videos that target those questions and provide the answers. Uh, again, going back to weight loss years ago, because um, weight loss is a huge industry, health and wellness in, uh, overall. Years ago, fat was made to be the enemy. Then sugar was made to be the enemy. But then somebody came out and said, hey, None of that is true. It's actually your thyroid. Mm -hmm. So it's still people are going, oh, it's not my fault. Nobody told me it was my thyroid. Oh, my God. So it was the same problem, but they were bringing in a new cause for it that their product could address. Yes, love that. I'm, uh, I'm a huge fan of those types of videos because they yeah. get me with clickbait, you know, or these are all the how-to videos, right? How to do this yeah. without this or, you know, how to do yeah. this with this. And I'm like... I'm interested, you know, I go and some yeah. of them are good, some of them are bad, but at least they get me to, to watch the start, you know? And I think the key with that, the ones that get me there is if you do have something different, you know, it's like, Oh, never thought about it like that. This person yeah. must be pretty, this person must be smarter than me because I've been yeah. trying to find that problem. And, you know, I haven't found it in my things, but what this person's saying makes sense and I've never heard it. So I'm going to trust this person. Yeah. So I, yeah. yeah, huge fan of those. Um, yeah. All right. Got it. So we've got the problem. We've got the desire. We've got the questions, questions. for the how-tos. What's number four? Yeah. So number four is stories, story, mm. story, story. We yes. communicate by story. Now, it can be a story about you or it can be a story maybe about a client of yours mm. or it can be a story of a fictional character. Yep. But the idea is, and looking at Joseph Campbell's work of the hero's journey, mm. We want to, and if you look at every single movie that's ever been known to man and in religions, and you actually put the steps of Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Journey side by side, you can see them because there's always this call to adventure and then there's a refusal of the call. It's like, come and start your own business. Like, oh, no, but I'm scared. I don't want to. And if we can actually position a story. So, again, it could be a testimonial. It could be uh, an example of, depending on your industry, what mm. it is you're helping people with. It's a story related to that, but that shows that somebody started, they had some pitfalls, and it was them coming up at the end and actually being successful in whatever that was. Stories help show them how you can solve the problem to satisfy their desires and tap into emotions and, again, using that contrast in them. So you imagine any little story, look, again, I'm sure we all do, and I spend a bit too much time on this at times because something will catch my attention and I'll keep watching and I'll watch it and I'll watch it. And, of course, we know the algorithms will show us something similar. Um, but it's because of the story that's in it, and I don't want to finish before I see the end of the story. Yes. So talking to people in their story, that shows them, hey, here's somebody else like you, similar to you, has had some problems you have. They did this, this, and this, and took these steps, and now they were successful. It really gives people hope mm. that they can too. Let's take a quick break. 
When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Yes, I'm, um, you know what? Every time you say one of these videos, I'm like, yes, that's my favorite, the problem. Then I'm like, nah, I like the desire. <laughs> no, nah, I like the questions. But I, I do think stories is my favorite for a few different reasons. Yeah. Sometimes when I see the how-tos, if it's not done properly, I feel like this person just trying to lecture me. You know, I feel like they're just talking, talking at, at me. You. Yeah, yeah. But if someone tells me a story, hey, listen to what happened to me this weekend. I tried to do this and then it ended up like this, but then this happened here. For some reason, it's, I don't know why, but I'm just more engaged if that person is telling me a yeah. story about like, and even if it's, even if they're like a friend of mine, right? Obviously, if it's the person, I relate with that person more because I'm yeah. connected with that. But even if they're like a friend of mine, that friend could be fictional. I don't know. You know, it's just, there's something about explaining something in a story that makes it less about that person talking at me and more about that person sharing an experience. So I, yeah. I quite like that. Uh, but I also like it in terms of if, if it is like a testimonial or, or one of their clients and, and, it's, and that person wanted, was in the same position as me, because if they're in a few different ways, or even if that person is like connected, if that person's like, hey, this used to be me, you know, I started off and, you know, I had a course and the course wasn't selling well. But then as soon as I learned how to do webinars, you know, then I, then I could be like, okay, well, hold on, maybe if I did that, or if they're yeah. telling me about their clients, hey, a lot of my clients are at this stage here, and they used to do this, 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 and this, you know, but then I had this person that, that went to that there, I just feel more connected with that story. Mm. And especially if I know that person in the story, and I think I'm better than that person. Then I'm just like, oh, yeah. wow, you know, this person did it. And, and if this person can do it, why the hell can't I? I'm going to go yeah. and do it. It's less about someone. Gives you hope. Gives you hope. Yeah. Less about yeah. someone just. And I think that um, slight disassociation from you to them, mm. it allows you to look at it rather than feeling it as yourself, whether it's, you know, you're feeling good or bad about it, it allows you to look at it almost as if it's a movie in front of you yeah. and seeing the, the hero. And that's what it is. It's the hero's journey. The hero is successful. Yes. Love it. So for those of you that aren't familiar with the hero's journey, who is it? Joseph Campbell? Joseph Campbell. Okay. Yeah. And there are 11 steps to the hero's journey. Awesome. You can just Google it and you can get a PDF online. It's really fascinating stuff. Awesome. I'm also a huge fan. Do you know Donald uh, Miller, Story Brand? Have you read that book? No, I haven't, but I'm going to write it down now. Something similar. He uses those similar philosophies. He, he references the hero's journey and he just puts it um, specific to business. So if anyone's watching this, I recommend yep. reading that book as well. So, all right. I've got to say, Carmel, I'm pretty impressed with the, the first four. They keep getting better and better and better. So I'm <laughs> super excited for the, this fifth and final one. What's the final one? Well, the final one is the sneak peek. Oh. So everyone loves seeing behind the scenes. Mm. I've often done them. Like I, I remember my one of my very first videos and I had a light standing on a stool, standing on a table. And like I freely show the photos. I have um, chickens, ducks and geese and all sorts of everything in my garden. And I've quite often been known 
to be out in the garden just doing that sort of stuff and then coming in in my tracky dacks to sit down and do an interview. And, you know, it's just showing them the stuff that can go right and go wrong because, well, it shows your, it showcases your personality, first and mm. foremost, but it showcases your professionalism that they see you showing up as this shiny, polished person, but that stuff goes wrong for you as well. So it kind of hooks into the stories a little bit. But always, always, when you're doing this, always ask yourself, what are you trying to show them? So again, looking back at who are you talking to, who is your ideal client and what are the kind of problems they're coming up that when you show them the stuff you've stuffed up with in the background that they can say, oh my God, so she does it like that as well. Mm. I'm not the only one that does it. And they love seeing the real life stuff. One thing I, I regret almost is I was chasing ducks one day and I fell down the hill and actually tore my MCL just recently. And I thought, oh my God, I've been down this hill with a Facebook Live so many times. It kind of would have been funny had I fallen with the camera in my hand. But anyway, I didn't. Yes, okay. <laughs> so Kerwin Ray does the sneak peeks very well. Mm. He always has a camera following him, Kerwin. And, um, you know, you see the inside of him. He's getting ready for an event. He's all this sort of thing. So yeah, sneak peeks. Yes, he's a good person to follow. He's an Australian person. So if you're watching this and you're, yes. you know, somewhere else in the world, you may not know him, but he's a big, big uh, social media guru here in Australia. Gary V does similar in, in America. Do you follow Gary V at all? Come? Yes. Yeah. 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 Gary V and uh, yeah, a few, a few other good marketers as well. Yes. yes. All right. Cool. Well, hey, I got to say, Carmel, I'm, I'm pretty impressed on all of those and also mm -hmm. the variety. Like, I feel like yeah. if someone's thinking, oh, I don't know what I should do on a video, like there's your Monday to Friday, you know, you can plan yeah. next week. All right. Monday, I'm going to do a problem. Tuesday, a desire. Wednesday, a question. Thursday, a story. Friday, a sneak peek. Have the weekend off and then Monday, repeat again, but do it in, you know, a slightly different thing. And you're not just doing this because I think of these, I feel like, especially with videos, how to's is always the overdone one, you know? Everyone and they yeah. can be good, don't yeah. get me wrong, yeah. but it's it's yeah. like, oh, I'll do a how-to, I'll do a how-to, I'll do a how-to. But at least and they're good, you know, it's it's number yeah. three on the list, you know. But <laughs> if we can get some of these other ones in there as well, it becomes less about yeah. the how-to. Okay, let me share my stories, you know, let me show some behind the scenes, let me talk about their problems, let me talk about their desires. It just yeah. gives us more um more variety in our videos, which I feel is a win in yeah. its own, you know, even if you're oh. And do you know what's really, really cool way to do it is, you know, in groups like your own and other groups, and we all have our own groups, people will actually tell you if you have an ear for listening, people mm. will tell you their problems. They'll come mm. in underneath comments and say, oh, my God, I was trying to do that and I was stuck. So I'll make a video of what to do if you're stuck when you're trying to make a video. Like it, it's that simple once you have an ear for listening to where they're stuck and what their problems are. Yes. It's, um, yeah. Yeah, it's quite good. Love that. Well, you've inspired me. I'm going to give myself a bit of a challenge, Carmel. I think I'll do this next week. I think I'll do a, a quick live every day in this group next week, and I'll follow that formula. Problem, desire, question, story, sneak peek. So awesome. Inspired I look forward me. to see that. <laughs> um, hey, Carmel, there's just a few questions I always like to finish this podcast off with. The sure. first one, it's a, call, it's, a, it's a podcast for online course creators, right? And yeah. I'm just always curious about what course, what platform everyone uses to host their course on or to deliver their content to their customers or students. 
What platform do you use, Carmel? So I use um, a platform called DAP, which is Digital Access Pass. So that I'm not sure if you've heard of that. So that manages all my members and I store all of my stuff in Amazon S3 account. So that's all connected. And then I have a separate CRM to do all my campaigns, etc. Okay, yeah. haven't heard of that one, but interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, my next follow-up question, Carmel, is around mentors. So you're obviously a mentor for plenty of uh, people out there. So yeah. I'm curious who your mentors are and if you could answer it in three different ways. You've dropped a few names already during the podcast, so you can repeat them again if you want, or you can come up with some okay. new ones. But the different ways, someone that you've paid money to, to teach you something, whether it's a course, whether it's a mastermind, whether it's a workshop, someone that you've paid and, and learned from, someone that you haven't paid, but you yeah. follow on social media, you listen to their podcast, that sort of thing. Uh, and then also a book that you recommend every course creator should read. What can you tell okay. us there? One of each of so those. So the paid ones, I'm just looking at Franker. Um, <laughs> oh, they're saying I was looking at my bank account to see where all the payments have come out of. No, no, I was just looking. I'm reading one at the moment. I'm going, what's his name? So the paid ones would be easy. Look, I've paid several mentors over the years and coaches. Um, the one that I've stuck with the most and gone back to is a gentleman called Paul Council. Now, Paul Council, like people say, oh, go do research on it. We probably won't find a humongous amount um, about him online. But he has actually, from being broke potter when he was 40 years of age, to be, has built four multi-million dollar businesses from the ground up. Now semi-retired in Tasmania, and he works with a few people like myself to help us build our businesses. So quite often in some of my recordings, I've brought him in as an expert. I'm just about to actually do a six-week masterclass where I'm a student and I've got him delivering it for me because he knows a bit more than I do, mm. <laughs> just to put it mildly. So that's probably the person that I pay mostly. I have, um, I did some coaching courses. I also more recently for a paid one did um, Francesca Moy's course. Oh, yes. Good friend of mine. Yeah, Francesca. So because I looked around and I went, mm, what's the one thing I'm missing? And it was a few more bums on seats. So mm. I um, went to Francesca and I did her course, which I'm still a member of uh, and that sort of thing, although I've completed the course. So that was humongous. Um, unpaid. So Frank Kern would be one mm. of my mentors. So that's the book I'm reading at the moment um, called Convert. So Frank Kern, also, of course, Robert Caldini with um, the influence of persuasion, uh, influence, power of persuasion. Um, what was the other one? So paid, not paid. And, well, the other one was books, but you've, you've got given us a few of us there. Anyway, Robert Cialdini and um, Frank Kern's book, Conversion. Frank Kern, yeah, Convert. A convert, okay. Yeah, a yeah, huge yeah. fan it's, of... Um, it's actually a free PDF. A free PDF, did you say? PDF as well, yes. There I we go. Googled it just to search for the book, and I found a free version of it. Yes. So mm -hmm. I have that printed off. Um, yeah. So all about sales. So it depends on where I've been at a certain part of my business as to who my mentor was. So mm. I've also studied, you know, some other things about psychosomatic therapy which was quite interesting. And I'll just touch on it briefly. It's mainly about your body's talking or you're listening. However, there's one little part of it about your face. And if you split your face and put two left sides together, two right sides together, 
that I developed a way of being able to uh, show me your face and I can tell you what's going on in your business. And it Ooh. really reflects exactly where people are stuck in their business. It was quite um, a unique little thing. Yes. So, so wait, can you do that now with me live or we've got a screenshot? Oh, no, I'd have, to, I'd have to screenshot it and oh, do it. Yeah, because okay. I, I split it. And, and all it is, is it's based on, again, so that's different kind of mentor about masculine and feminine energy. Mm. And as you would know, how you play the game of life is how you play the game of business quite often. And you can see some amazing stuff in the face when you actually split it as to where somebody is being too heavily invested or overdeveloped in one energy rather than the other. And that's why they're not playing together very well. So, yeah, I, I've done about 100 calls uh, with people uh, just around that. It was quite fascinating. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, Carmel, that's pretty much um, all I wanted to get through today. Is yeah. there anything I forgot to ask you? Is there anything I should have asked you but didn't? Or is there anything you want to finish us off with? Um, well, the only thing I want to finish off with about videos is, for heaven's sake, do it. Mm. Don't sit and not do it. Now, whether it's lives, whether it's that you're putting other videos together or whatever, do something because Facebook even recognized or reckoned that in 2021, it, the platform will be nearly all video. Mm -hmm. And if you're not doing videos, you're going to be behind. So just keep going and do something. And if that doesn't work, take a little turn and do something else. But for heaven's sake, learn to do videos or be behind in your business. Yes, love it. Awesome. All right, well, Carmel, cool. thank you very much for your time. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It's been amazing. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.